Welcome to the PMPA Speaking of Precision podcast, featuring your hosts, Carly Kistler-Miller and Miles Free. Hello, I'm Miles Free, and welcome to PMPA Speaking of Precision, Monday with Miles. Carly Kistler-Miller has joined me today, and she is going to grill me about the European Union's Restriction of Hazardous Substances, or ROHAS, rule and the fact that it deals with leaded steels, aluminums, and coppers that are important work materials in our shops. All right, Miles. So you came into my office today. I, I don't even think you put your bags down. You came in and started telling me about this. I'm assuming this is a time-sensitive issue? The fact is, Carly, that the exemptions that we're currently enjoying for steel and copper-based alloys expire on July 21st, 2021. That's the 6A and 6C uh, exemptions to Rojas's Annex 3. The aluminum is a little trickier, and the aluminum 6B exemption is uh, May 18th, 2021. So if you're strictly legal by the book, according to the book, July 21st, 2021, or May 18th, 2021, leaded materials for your workpiece will not be available per Rojas in the European Union. So is there a chance for those dates to change or for this to be renewed or... What's the hope on the horizon here? Well, that's really the reason I wanted to do a podcast on this, because as long as there has been no decision, the exemptions that currently exist remain in place. There are, in fact, exemption requests that have been submitted, and they're currently being evaluated by the ECO Institute. And the ECO Institute, O-E-K-O, that's actually from the Greek word ekos or ecology. It's the root for ecology. And the really interesting thing about that is that ekos word in Greek meant home. Really? Really. So when we talk about ecology, mm-hmm. we're really talking about our home as humans. So just a little fact there. And you can see the exemption requests um, at the link that will be included in the show notes and that PMPA members will have already received since we gave them a preliminary heads up uh, a couple weeks ago. So have renewal applications been submitted? They have. And many of the European machining companies that we know through the syndicate supported these requests for renewal of the exceptions during the public consultations. Those public consultations were open from December through early in March, and they're now uh, completed. And so the uh, deliberations are what's going on at the Institute. All right. Well, I know you're not reading and hearing all this without an opinion. What are you thinking? Well, the last time around, the consultation, the time that it took for them to make a decision and to do the the legwork and then get the European Union Commission to actually make a decision, it took a lot of time. 
I think they were, if not a year, a year and a quarter, maybe a year and a half past the, uh, the deadlines during which we maintained our supply of leaded raw materials because it's grandfathered in until a decision. So with the current situation, with things worsening in Europe, with the COVID situation, uh, the economy being what it is, and just a lot of just angst in the air, uh, we see no reason at all to believe that a decision will be timely in this case. We expect further delays with the EU Commission's process to decide on the renewal applications once they get the OICO Institute reports. I personally expect that there will be no decision resulting from the review process published in the European Commission's official journal prior to the date that these expire of July 21st, 2021. So I think that the use of leaded materials continues even after July 21, especially if there's no decision. So the existing exceptions were made valid until the decision is published? That's exactly right. So once the Institute makes their findings, they give it to the European Union Commission, Mm -hmm. and then the European Union Commission has to vote, make an official decision, and then we still get more time. What's that guy on TV say? But wait, there's more. <laughs> if the application for renewal is, a, is rejected, if they take away that exception, it still remains in effect for at least 12 months, maybe as long as 18 months after the date of the decision. So let's say they decide, magically they decide on July 21st to take away the lead. We've still got a year to work through the system, maybe a year and a half. On the other hand, if the application is approved, then of course the exemptions will continue in force as per the approval. What do I think? I think we're going to be working on leaded materials particularly in steel and copper-based alloys, for at least another year or a year and a half. So we probably have until July of 2022 before, and that's if they aren't renewed magically in July of this year. At, at, at least. At, at least. The, at the earliest. Okay. At the earliest. And then, then it would be enforceable. As soon as it gets published, it's enforceable. Right. Okay. Despite the stated expiry date of July 21st, 2021, for lead-in materials for machining, given in Annex 3 of Rojas, 6A for steel, and 6C for copper-based materials, the use of lead in these materials will continue until a final decision on their exemption has been published by the EU Commission in their official journal. Even if they were to decide on July 21st, 2021, to eliminate these exemptions, you and your customers would have an additional 12 months, at least 12 months, until July 21st, 2022 at the earliest, before the change in status would be enforceable. Given the current circumstances and the past performance 
the last time they revised Rojas, we believe that the exemptions for leaded steels and leaded copper alloys will remain in place at least through July of 2022. Realistically, we expect sometime in 2023 or 2024 may in fact be the actual effective dates once a decision is finally reached and published. So what about the aluminum, the exemption for the 6B aluminum? That's really a great question, Carly. It's not so clear. The aluminum has been uh, affected by improvements in technologies that the suppliers of European aluminum have been able to make to make the lead not as necessary to still achieve the production rates and surface finish. So that technological progress uh, has put that uh, Annex 3 6B exemption in a position where it it could be justified uh, for elimination. The deadline for 6B2 for aluminum for machining purposes is up to 4% lead content is that expires May 18th, 2021 for the various categories of electrical and electronic equipment. So this is a, a ongoing. We're, we're just kind of introducing them to the, these are the deadlines. This is what's going to happen. And our PMPA members will probably get the information first through our listservs, right? The reason I'm doing this for our PMPA members is their customers are going to contact them and say, hey, these leaded parts that we ask you to make, are they still going to be legal? We heard that the lead expires under Rojas in July of this year. That's right. But our PMPA members and our podcast listeners now know that the procedure allows those exemptions to continue until the EU Commission publishes their decision. See, listeners, aren't you glad you you heard this podcast? And that wraps up today's podcast on the immediate term outlook for the lead exemptions under Rojas. It's one American's view. It's based on facts. And we're saying we're going to continue to have lead in our workpieces, particularly in steel and copper-based alloys, for the next year or so. Thank you for joining us. For additional information, please visit pmpa.org, where you can also search for articles, webinars, podcasts, and other resources. It's also where you can find our show notes for this podcast, which has the links that Miles was talking about earlier. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast because you don't want to miss one. And if you aren't already taking advantage of PMPA membership, you would have no idea where to turn to find information about Rojas 2, leaded work materials, Annex 3 exemption 6A, B, or C, or the fact that those dates expire. So check out pmpa.org to see all that we have to offer, because there's plenty more. Why is a PMPA membership important, Carly? Because Because we we are are better better together. together. Don't forget to join us next Monday on Speaking of Precision, Monday with Miles.